Welcome to episode 82 of the Rubberneckers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Jamingo. Alongside me, I have that motherfucking Jody Bananas and special guest, B-Rob, from Rob's Rambling Rants. He's the host of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. He's also a co-host on the RBR Wrestling Weekly show, I think. Yeah, Weekly Wrestling Talk. B-Rob is one of my oldest podcast friends and probably one of my oldest Twitter friends. We met about the same time. He's uh, one of my people that I was inspired by he'd been doing a show about a year so now our anniversary is a year apart so every time he's like i've been doing this for uh motherfucking eight years and i'm like <laughs> i know it's seven for me he's the person who gave me the nickname that motherfucker as a matter of fact so just a, a fun fact bnb rob go way back yeah yeah because he is that motherfucker <laughs> sounds better when he says it honestly i forgot why i started calling you that before i had a podcast i was an avid podcast listener and i would listen to rob's show and i would call his voicemail and I would leave just random shits. I would talk shit to him, all kinds of stuff. And so I, I was dubbed that motherfucker Jody B. There you go. He know better than I do. That's why I record things, because I don't remember shit. So I have an audio log of all my memories and shit. <laughs> you are an ex-Marine, is that correct? Retired. Retired? There's no ex unless you do some heinous shit. <laughs> okay. I can think of a few. <laughs> that guy that just choked that other dude on the train is probably going to be arguing some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a question to ask you because I'm dying to talk to somebody that is a Marine. How many men have you killed this year? Wait. No. Oh, sorry. Oh. I want to go back to this Daniel Penny where he was indicted for the choke holding death of Jordan Neely. Jeez, you mm. made my wife laugh in the other room, John. How about that? <laughs> 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 it's what I it's what I do. What's your feelings on this? Cat choking the dude on the train? Yes. Uh, it is one of those things that we like to say is a good initiative, bad judgment. I don't know the complete and full details. I'm not going to lie to you. But if he was intervening on behalf of somebody trying to you know save the life or protect someone else, good initiative. But he held that a little bit too long, causing someone's death. Bad judgment. You know when the motherfucker is being compliant after you, you know put the move on him or whatever. It's just like... You got to know when to let go. Damn. So what if the guy was like a, also an, a retired service person? Could could it be like a court-martial thing, or do you still have to deal with federal law when you'd be killing people on trains? Yeah, I mean, once you out, I mean, that's you subject to civilian law. I don't think they oh, okay. pull you back in to do yep. anything to you. I mean, they might use it against you to try to build a case. It's like, oh, he was professionally trained. He's know how to kill people with paper clips and shit. You I know. seen him do it. But he's still in. He's still a member. Oh, yeah. So he's getting double whammy. He's going to get it from oh, both no. sides. He's going to get civilian law and military law. If you're going to choke somebody, make sure they're also a service person. Then you get court-martial. That's probably better. <laughs> uh, nothing is better. <laughs> and he had two other people helping him try to restrain this guy. That when he let him go, he checked him and he was still breathing. And they put him in the recovery position and everything else. Mm -hmm. So, and they called nine one one. And when they got there, by that time he had passed away. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. You ever choke anybody out in your civilian life, Rob? I wanted to, but I haven't had the chance to do it yet. I've come close. I, I mean, I deal with people of that caliber 
every fucking day. Rob is uh, currently employed as like a security person, I think, correct? Still? Yes. Okay. Licensed to carry security person. I wouldn't want to fuck with B-Rob. He keeps that ratchet on him. I know. You, I mean, you would think that would be a deterrent or whatever. I mean, that's basically what my job is, to be a deterrent. I am there in a uniform with a gun and other implements on my belt. Why would you want to cause a scene here, knowing that I can pull the strap or beat you with a baton or something or pepper spray I wouldn't anything. fuck with you just because of your beard I'd be like that dude's a savage I don't want no parts of him yeah man you should have seen me before man shit that was a smooth faced criminal <laughs> <laughs> I have another story about Marines this is from our friend Jody B here oh this was crazy he probably heard about this story man I don't watch the news there's three Marines mm-hmm. they're in San Clemente during the Memorial Day weekend. Oh, God. Having a good time, right? Marines on Memorial Day weekend. I imagine you get into some things. Oh, yeah. Bunch of teenagers are shooting fireworks off on the beach. A errant firework hit one of the Marines. Oh. So they told the kids to knock it What's off. What's that shit you said? Good good form, bad judgment, or whatever the fuck? Good initiative, bad judgment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you fucking you shoot fireworks on the beach and you happen to nick a, a, a retired service Marine, probably now, just Now, these guys are still... On. These guys are still active, active duty. Damn it, I'm trying to help. I have have an incident uh, regarding fireworks on a side after we cover this. They said to the teenagers, hey, knock it off. You're going to hurt someone or whatever. And they said, hey, suck our fucking dicks because they're teenagers. Right. And this one teenager decides to run up and smack, punch one of the Marines in the back of the head. All right, so he punches him in the back of the head. And now the Marine turns around and says, you know what, you little bastard? Oh, no. The group of 30 teenagers. He runs right into the middle okay, of all so those pause. teenagers. This has got to be like a would you rather or a how many could you? Be Rob. How many teenagers? <laughs> yeah, would you like to fight uh, with a duck-sized horse or 100 uh, horse-sized ducks or something yes. like that? <laughs> so, like, how many teenagers legitimately? you got a teenage daughter. You've had, like, two or three, four, 12 kids by now. You know. I have no more teenagers. What I'm saying is you are aware of the size, girth, strength of a, your average teenager. Like, how many teenagers do you think you could legitimately fuck up if you had given the opportunity? They're trying to whip your ass. How many of them you think you could put down, Rob? I, I think I could take two. That third one is a possible if we're playing spades. But any more than that, I, I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's why I keep the strap on me, man. I don't know, dude. I bet you could get at least five or six. You don't think so? Just headlock you can man. knock their little noggins together. They don't know how to fight. They're teenagers. There's different echelons of teenagers right now. So they they got like little legitimate like movie style teenagers or whatever that's like, you know, slim trim. They look like an actual fucking kid. Like a you child. Know, then then you got the ones that freaking grow up and be in the seventh grade as tall as Shaquille O'Neal. Then you got the ones that damn their parents don't love them and they channel their aggression into like inanimate objects in small animals and shit. So it's like, I don't... In this case, they were shooting fireworks at each other on the beach on Memorial Day because you can. Yeah, well, those... I don't know. I'm still sticking with my three and the P on that one. Yeah, I I think, you know, three probably could handle three. So he runs into the crowd, so... The other Marine caught on camera brutally attacking three off-duty Marines last Friday night in San Clemente. Nine teens have been identified and arrested, all of them juveniles. The beating happened after the Marines and the teens got into an argument on San Clemente. One teen then struck a Marine in the back of the head, prompting him to respond. 
A melee ensued, forcing the two Marines into the fetal position until two adults. Damn. Is that their moms? Doesn't look good for the Marines right now. I mean, hey, man, that, that's how it is. I think that's fair. I think that all is fair right there, what just happened. Right? We just walk away from this one? You go with who you came with or whatever. So he took the ass whooping with his homeboy. He went out with his buddy, and he's going to go down with his buddy. So that I, kudos for that, at least. They fetal position together. They was holding arms and shit. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, so, again, they arrested nine teenagers. They're still going over film. Mm. There could be others that are arrested. I don't know what these young Marines are made out of, but do you think Arlie Army would be cool if he saw this video no. of a bunch of kids kicking the shit out of hey, three active man. servicemen? He'd be like, you gotta be goddamn kidding me! And <laughs> That's the thing, too, is just, like, the title gives you, uh, I guess, like, expectations, it's the same thing. Like I was talking about the different echelons of teenagers. It's like that with Marines as well. I mean, you got the ones that was born and bred for this shit. They come from a family, a bloodline of this military stuff. Sure. And then you got the other ones that just like kind of did it on a dare. Or you got the other ones that just got sweet talked by a recruiter. And oh, they do, I didn't even job. think about that. I just assume you're all fucking crazy, bloodthirsty beings. No. I mean, the only people that have been vetted and put through the paces is the Air Force because they don't let anybody in there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is, yeah, yeah, come on in, dude. We'll give you some money, a place to stay for the weekend. Let's go, dude. Recruiter be like, hey, man, you got a post, dog? Come on in. <laughs> yeah, but the Marines, no. <laughs> I mean, the Marines are not just your ordinary branch of the military. I mean, isn't that their basic training is basically hell, isn't it? We're God's favorite, but it's just like still <laughs> – the recruiters are the ones to blame. <laughs> okay. You know, you need, you need that quota. You need to make your numbers and shit. I mean, it's just like how we assume police officers got to write X amount of tickets. Motherfucker recruiters have to get X amount of people every month. So, I mean, you get your top tier athletes and everything or whatever. And sometimes you just kind of get like the dude working in the fry kitchen in the back of a fucking Popeyes or something. I don't know. Yeah, you want to do something with your life, kid? You want to go to college? Take this pamphlet. You could you could be a Marine. Yeah, victim of circumstance. Hey, man, I got student debt. I got to pay this off. Hey, we'll take care of that, buddy. Come on in. We got $10, a $10,000 bonus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but a sweet talk, baby. You feel like with inflation, they would offer a little more at this point, right? Mm -hmm. bump, at least bump that shit up to twenty. It's been 10000 since I was a kid. But at the same time, it's just like... If you're desperate, 10,000 is 10,000, regardless of the situation. <laughs> That's the biggest number I've ever heard. I'm 36 years old. Hey, you, you know, know something? A lot of people are trying to get out of a situation. Like The, the Marine sounds like uh, paradise. I mean, if you're living in a place, low income, you know, you've, you're kind of like in the hood or, you know, in some d downtrodden city or something like that. It sounds like a good deal. And for a lot of people, it is. I mean, they get out. Yeah. They get training. You know, they get to see the world, mm -hmm. you know, when Some they camaraderie, yeah. you get to beat up with your brothers. So you learn your fucking place in the pecking order. <laughs> yeah. Like he was saying, there's all kinds of the spectrum of folks in there. I don't disagree with other countries how like they make as soon as you turn 18, it's mandatory two years of military service, regardless. Yeah. Unless you're going to college or some shit like that. There's a lot I, of those fucking countries, dude. Yeah. I, I wish they would institute that here. I think like, it would be a great idea. The military is great if you don't have a plan. You know, even if, I mean, I ain't going to even lie. Even if you're trying to escape some shit, I mean, it's a good option. Right. <laughs> you Just know? disappear for a few months and relocate. Never come yeah. back. Never come back. If you if you play it right, I mean, you know, I've, I've 
and I could speak to this from hindsight or whatever. You know, I'm yeah, we're all three really actually it. actively recruiting military people right now. So I hope the check <laughs> comes in the mail. You piece of shit. Yeah, but like, Guys, if you pl- if you if you play it right, it'll come up all aces for you, man. Because like, you can go in at 18, like I did. I went in under different circumstances. I I can speak to me real quick. I, I went in at 18. I had my first wife, then girlfriend, already knocked up and shit. So I I was going with a purpose of, you know, providing for a family and everything. But you take that off the board, you're just a kid, no aspirations to college, you join the military at 18, you'll get military training. What Depending on what job you get, you get job training and job experience. You know, you get free housing, free food, you Benefits. know, free medical. Teeth get fucked up. Yeah, you get your teeth fixed. Yeah, all that shit. And they will legitimately take care of you, but... Seeing that nothing is free, you will have to sacrifice some things. But if you got like, if you just like a single guy, a gal, or whatever, and you just like have no real tethers or nothing, no bills or anything, you can live the fucking maid life. You don't have to buy food, they give it to you. I mean, it's not the best, but it's something in your body. You don't have to worry about rent. You don't even have to have a motherfucking phone because, I mean, you live where you work, more or less. Okay. You know, Can I so- argue that point, sir? Because you're making it sound real nice and everything, but to me, it sounds a little bit like enabling, no? You know how they say kids these days, they live in their fucking parents' basement and they don't pay rent and they do all that stuff, but then when they get 20-some-odd and they get kicked the fuck out, they got no plan, they end up homeless and all this other shit. Like, Well... Is that not a little bit of a catch twenty two though? That's, that's kind of the the parent fault though, you know. Because like, well, well case I'm in point, saying in comparison, case in point. you're doing that. They they don't fucking make you pay bills, and then all of a sudden you get retired for whatever reason. You don't know how to maintain. You end up homeless. Well, no, that's well, fucked. case in point. My son is twenty. He'll be twenty one in December. Yeah, he graduated. He went to Louisiana, stayed with my grandparents for a while, got him a job. You know, he went down there with the intent that hey, he's grown, he's an adult. You know, he's trying to find his way. You know, this is my second child. We'll talk about the first child later. <laughs> I'm getting calls from my parents, his grandparents, about, hey, he fucking up. He doing this. He ain't doing this. Blah, 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 blah. And it gets to the point to where, like, I'm tired of the motherfuckers calling me about my kid ain't doing what he's supposed to do. So I go down there to Louisiana. We have the 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 hip-to-hip, knee-to-knee conversation. I'm I like, hope hey. you drove all the way down with a belt in your fucking hand, B-Rob, like tied around hey. the steering wheel. That's at least a six-hour drive. The, the, these are my belts. Nah, it's two and a half. That, I, I live. Oh. It's two and a half, so I can get there on the wind. That's just I, enough time to get pissed off and not run out of steam. Am I right, Jamingo? Like, you can be pissed for a couple hours. You yeah, can't yeah. be pissed for seven hours straight. Like, nah. then you might kill a motherfucker when you show up in the driveway. So I, I, I pull up on him, and I was like, hey, you got to work today? He's like, yeah, what time? All right, I'll be there. Shot down from Houston. Pulled up in the driveway. Told my dad, cause cause motherfucker don't want to drive either. So my dad, 91 years old, taking him to fucking work. I was oh. like, okay. I was like, I got you, pops. Drove him to work, sat him down in the parking lot. We got there an hour early. Chewed his ass for oh, one hour damn. straight. And I was like, look, I'm gonna give you from the time that you go into your and clock in, I'm gonna give you a month to get your shit together. And if the clock strike midnight on this day and you ain't you, you ain't straight, you ain't doing what the fuck you're supposed to do, I'm coming to get you. And you're coming home. I don't care what plans you got in your head or whatever the fuck you got going on here. It's done. 
why you think they call it kidnapping? I hope you called him the N word. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Still, month fly by. He did good for a little while, but it started reverting back to the same shit. So I cut that month in half, and I just rolled up. I was like, "Hey, it's time. Put your shit Exit. in the truck and let's go." So he's here now. He's got a job, steady paycheck. I manage his finances. I'm on his account. So if you fucking off, I can look at it. I don't touch his money per se, but I, I look at his account. I was like, hey, look, come sit with me. This is your account. This is okay. So, I mean, yeah. you got to get necessities. You you make groceries. I make him make his own groceries separate from what we got in the house. I dag on. I make him budget his shit every month. If he got subscription fees and everything, because he like Crunchyroll and anime and shit. So we budget that every fucking month. I'm giving him the fucking tools. I charge him rent every goddamn month. But this is a secret. I Don't tell nobody, y'all. I don't spend his money. I keep it for him. So when he's stable, when it's time for him to actually fucking leave, I'm giving him that money back to give him a boost on the way out. Nice. So That's a good, good fucking dad move. People don't do shit like that. They, Because, like, I did put that fear into my kids, but I didn't give them the inside, like, what I'm giving you right now. I was the like, hey, man. Strategy. Yeah, I was like, hey, just, when you graduate, you getting the fuck out. You better go join the military. You better find a job. You better go to college. You better do something. I put that fear into them. I didn't give them the back plan like I'm giving y'all right now. So, right. like, my oldest kid, she, what, 21 now, about to be 22 in January. She left the house, got a fucking job, like, Soon as she graduated high school, she had a job and, you know, did it all, graduated, walked across the stage, walked into a motherfucking job. And she's been working ever since, you know, and she don't ask me for shit. She don't call and ask for money. She don't she barely even call me to check on me, you know, yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, she, she'll hit me with life updates. And she was like, hey, I'm about to enroll in school again, which she just did like a week ago. So she's going back to school. She's Women doing are better this at sh- life. I get your point, B-Rob. Yeah. God yeah, she's she's doing this shit on her own. And she was the one initially that I was worried about the most over the boy. Yeah. You know <laughs> what you, know? you should do? And I'm being dead serious right now. Because you have your military experience and you're fucking a good dad. You should do this for people that get out. You should be looking for young military people that come out with no fucking shit and they all that. You should offer your services and be like, listen here, motherfucker. I help you with your rent. I'll keep shit on a payment plan. I'll make sure you, I'll watch your finances. And when you're fucking up, I'll tell you to stop fucking up like mm-hmm. a fucking, like a coach for uh, retired military people. Because you told me that transition was hard. It took a minute oh, hell to get yeah. used to that shit, yeah? Fucking yeah. <laughs> he, got, he, he got into the fucking military. Then 9-11 happened, John. Ain't that a bitch? Jeez. I wasn't even a year <laughs> in. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get to learn some shit. And then, nope, Fallujah, bitch. Get over there. <laughs> and that's that's another thing, too. I went into the military without the intent of going to college. I never wanted to go to school beyond high school. I hated fucking school when I was in it. I like the people. I like lunchtime and shit and sports. But I hated fucking school, the academic shit or whatever. I did more shit academically within the military than I would have did if I went to college full time. Right. They make you, you know? read books and manuals and shit. Yeah, because, I mean, it's pretty much... Military is kind of like college or whatever. You go there, you got a dorm and shit. You have PME classes on your job and other things related to the military, like rifle shit, infantry shit. 
your job, somebody else's job in case that motherfucker go down. So you got to be able to work his shit too, just in case, you know, and then you have billeting, you have other jobs within the military. Cause like housing, I was a barracks manager. So I had to manage housing and shit. I had to wear multiple hats, especially when you get in rank, then you get into management. You got to manage the motherfuckers under you and make sure they ain't fucking up and all this other shit. And it's just a fucking headache. You got to be a daddy. That's what it is, dude. Again, it makes you grow up. It makes you responsible. I think kids today, they think everything, as my father used to say, everything's good time fucking Charlie with you. Uh, you know, I kind of grew up working for my father and, you know, if, and he would give you shit to do. And I remember this is what his famous saying is, I don't pay you to tell me what you can't do. I pay you to tell me what you can do. Yeah. So there's kids. <laughs> I mean, now there's kids out there. They take a camera. They're doing TikToks and they're making funny videos. And then they what they do is they go into places and they set up a camera and they walk up on some unsuspecting person. And they start uh, this thing, and they don't know how it's going to end up. Oh, is this a setup, John? Please tell me it is. Okay, hold pause, pause, pause. Oh, yeah. I, I, love, I, I seen this. I like this shit. Okay. <laughs> so let me tell you a little something you might not know about B-Rob. It's he Walmart. Two, two earthly loves in this world. It's Taco Bell and Walmart. Yes. I got a Taco Bell with a Walmart here. He'd come down here. He'd fucking die in the parking lot. Oh, oh shit. Look, I mean, and my pants would be tight. <laughs> That's right. Like, ah. We're walking all through the fucking produce section. So, look, I've said this before, and I'm a, I'm a proponent of this to, uh, right now. Stop pranking black people. They don't like it. Stop, Stop pranking people, people, period. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stop pranking also people. That, specifically, don't prank people, but also don't prank motherfuckers that are bigger than you in a Walmart that happen to be black dudes because they don't like it. <laughs> this is what you do. You set it up and you prank your homeboys or whatever. Yeah, That's something like do. that. <laughs> First of all, these guys are idiots because there's no way. When I play this, you guys are going to just, your jaws are going to drop. We got two dudes dressed up in straw hats and overalls. I think the one dude in the back is mixed, but he ain't got no shirt on. So he, this is a real tough fucking look that they're walking. They like they're on an episode of Swamp People. All right, so let's mm. play it and, and we'll stop it as we need to. You hand me that there thread there, boy. Excuse me? Huh? <laughs> You're the only one who can reach it. Tom. Now, again, this guy's being respectful. I mean, they walk up. They, they're disrespected right away. He's, like, looking like, well, well, you know, and now he's looking side-eye because these are dressed like two fucking country bumpthick rednecks. They look like the Godwins from WWF. And, like, oh, I would have thought they were going to come in and start clotheslining me and shit. Not only that, but they're walking up and calling him boy and shit. It's like, boy, you see a boy around here? You could suck his dick. You know, there ain't no boy around here. What? Hand it to me now. Henry, Henry, Henry. Hey, shut your mouth and let me battle him right now, boy. Battle? I what? Rap battle? What kind of battle we have in here, Doc? We about to freestyle in this bitch? The restraint <laughs> that this gentleman has, I would have punched him in the face right then. Right then. So I'm like, what's he got? At least half a foot and probably 30, 40 pounds on that fella. Well, the guy's doughy. He's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. In other words, you notice he don't. He's not shirtless. In his uh, overalls, because his moves would be hanging out the side. He's a little thick in the middle. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. If it were me, if I was the guy in all black, I would have been laughing because this shit would have been hilarious to me. Because like, has anybody ever called you boy like that? That's not a thing, right? I mean, you are from Louisiana. You might have had that a couple times. But that's the thing, though. I mean, (laughs) I get the projection. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like that. Don't bother me. 
You know, I mean, I, I, I would think it was, it's hilarious. And it, it's like when I play these scenarios in my head a lot, dude. I'm not going to lie. I, I walk like a around Steven Seagal movie, I hope. And then you just throw them through the aisles. Especially since now I carry the strap on me like on duty and off duty. It's just like, do I have to go in my waistband? You right. know? <laughs> but in this situation right here, if this was me, I would have laughed. And then when he was like, shut up, you know, I'm about to battle this boy right here. I was like, I would have turned and left. If you would have put his hand, if you put his hands on me, it would have been a different story. Right. I'd have run away. If I was happened to be the fellow, I would have said, he called me the N-word and ran the fuck out <laughs> just as fast as I could. I don't just let everybody else deal with his shit. The other thing is these guys are idiots for the simple fact is they don't know this gentleman. He could be mm-hmm. a gang member. He could be he could be packing heat right now. He could pull out a pistol and shoot both of them in the fucking head and walk out like a badass. They have no well, idea. Especially in Texas. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Oh, the cops! You see, you see him laying on the floor bleeding out, and all of a sudden, about fifteen minutes later, it was a prank. You see, it was a you prank. see the cops yeah. sitting there with the prank. with the camera. Hand it to me now, ASAP, Rocky. This, this thread right here. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Why, what's with the boy? Why you keep saying boy? Though? You, you, the you ASAP Rocky what I'm saying, boy? That was pretty good. That's what they hear. What he said, right? What, what's wrong, bro? You fuck kind of. What you mean, boy? Don't you touch him, boy. That's my, that he's part of me. No, bro, it's Uh-oh. a prank, bro. It's a prank. Oh, it's a prank. Up. It's a prank, bro. It's just a prank, man. It's a prank, man. It's a prank. It's a prank, bro. It's a prank, man. I mean, that's why I'm looking around for the camera, though. Oh, shit. Damn. Man, y'all play too. Fuck my mic up and shit. <laughs> Damn, bro. My bad, bro. I, again. He even said he was sorry. He even said he was sorry. What a world. Walmart is a wonderful place sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's the thing, though, man. With the way shit is now, I'm immediately looking around for the camera. Sure. It's like, not in my 41 years of life ever have I been in the vicinity of anything like that, or have I been a part of anything like that? He was smart enough to use the pillow aisle. I'll give him that. (laughs) Good thing he wasn't in a hardware aisle. You don't do that around the hammers. That's a smart thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, I'm sizing shit up. Oh, camera. All right. Yeah. If he'd have Bye done that y'all. shit in New Orleans, Louisiana, <laughs> like John said, he'd have shot both of them in the fucking head and walked away. And be like, whoops. Clean up on aisle six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that, like the, the uh, what was that? AI walked over old boy. <laughs> you know, back in the day when I, let's see, when I first started driving, drinking and driving was, it wasn't as like it was now. Like they would take your beer away. You might get a ticket. It was no big deal. Can you, you imagine, st- Rob, like I, I've been in the, the years of the M-A-D-D, like you don't drink drive. That's, they've always preached that shit. John was like, we invented drunk driving. <laughs> no. It was 1974. <laughs> So uh, there was a time when they made the law, and the people were like, "God damn, well, mad you know, about it." They were mad. It about wasn't it. that long ago, guys. It was like nineteen eighty something. I lived through it. <laughs> here we go. Here's some gentlemen right here. It's a news report. Well, any attempt to restrict drinking and driving here is viewed by some as downright cigarettes. undemocratic. It's kind of getting common. This when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day, and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers. They're making Pause the laws it. where you can't drink when you want to. Put the to. baby in the front seat. <laughs> Listen, I'm kind of on his side, but I don't know, dude. <laughs> it doesn't really stop. I remember, you know, when we used to work 
when I was working in the elevator business, Fridays, the guys would go, they'd have a cooler in the back of their van, and they'd have like a six-pack of beer, and they would stop in a parking lot, open up the back door, and they'd drink a couple beers or something like that and drive the fuck home. Now, now I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I used to drink and drive with my uncle. He would drive. I was just in the passenger seat, but he kept the cooler behind the seat with Bud Light, oddly My enough. dad. We would suck them down and throw them out the little fucking slidey glass window in the back. And sometimes they went in the truck bed. Sometimes they went out. But who gives a shit, right? Dude, my my dad had like an old, I think it was like a box Chevy or some shit. It was some boxy ass car back in the day. And I can remember being a fucking kid. And that motherfucker would be driving, pop the can, chug it, throw it in the back seat. Literally <laughs> the back seat floorboard all the way up flush with the goddamn back seat full of beer cans. <laughs> And know how he would atone for that? We would take all them aluminum to the scrapyard and you would give me the money. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. So when I was 13 years old, my father used him and his buddy, they were partners on a race car. And the track was about an hour and a half away. So there was two people in in the truck. So they would be in the front of the truck. I would be in the back in the bed with the tires, the tools, the fuel and all that shit and the cooler beer. And he would knock on the window. Oh, that's great. And I would go in the cooler, get a beer. Like a bartender. Stand up and reach around. What you need, boss? And hand him the beer, two of them, for the the driver of the race car and him (laughs) on the way to the track. Hopefully he tipped you. Tipped me? What, are you kidding me? So then... So then I, because I was under 18, I couldn't get in the pits. So I would, he, my dad would give me, back then, he'd give me like $5. So that way you could get soda, french fries, or whatever you wanted. And I would go up into the stands, and then he would go to the track. And the, his driver would crash. I, I used to say there wasn't anything in the, on the track that he didn't hit except a snack bar. And I said, now I'm thinking to myself, you think maybe it was like the six-pack of beer that maybe he drank on the way that fuck up there that was probably the issue yeah the key to drunk driving is you can't just do it willy-nilly you got to practice you get a little drunk and then you drive kind of close to your house (laughs) you you know what's more dangerous than uh drunk driving goddamn tired driving that shit is insane i can remember two incidents in my whole fucking life so i mean majority of my life has been in the military so granted and the majority of the time i've been stationed on the east coast so from Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, to my front door in Lake Charles, Louisiana, is like over 18-hour drive. Oh, shit. Are you getting any money for the the poison water or whatever? All the diarrheas and whatever happened with Camp Lejeune? It it wasn't in my time frame. Ah, fuck. That was like the 80s, man. I was just like barely a baby. Uh, I pretend at least. Make some shit up. But like, I would do that drive a lot. 18 hours. Just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I can remember... You know, depending on the route that you take, because sometimes I would just go straight down 95 to I-10, you know, just a big L all the way to Louisiana. See, I mean, that's 95, I-10. I drove it so much, I got it tattooed on me. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes I would drop down, hit I-20 and go through uh, Augusta and Atlanta and all the other bullshit, go through Birmingham and all that. That, I can remember vividly going through Atlanta, hitting I-20, and there's a stretch coming from uh, Augusta to North Augusta, which is Georgia to North Carolina. And there's a sign that'll pop up and be like, hey, 20 miles or something to I-95. That's when I know I make my transition and start going north. Sure. The last thing I remember is oh. hitting that I-20, seeing that sign, and waking up on I-95. How far? Don't know how I did it. Yeah, magic. <laughs> but it's just like I went to sleep on I-20 and I woke up going north on I-95. 
<laughs> just muscle memory, dude. I destroyed a car one time coming home. I was about a mile from my house, and I, I just long blinked, and I woke up, and I was doing 70, and the car in front of me was doing 50, and I was about 10 feet from his bumper, and I didn't even get to the brake. And at the last minute, he saw me coming, and he jerked his wheel to the to the right, to the left, and I jerked mine to the right. Back and I hit him. to the left. And Back he spun into out the, into the into the medium strip. My car is destroyed. I was driving on the revoke list, so I couldn't. I, I was going to go to jail if anybody was hurt. Oh shit! So oh, I boy. just scandalous. I never stopped. I the car was still driving, so <laughs> I took Christ. off. The front end was and and I drove it to my uncle's farm, and I went and drove it in the backyard. I set that motherfucker on fire. <laughs> You just admitted to a crime. Did you hide it under hay bales? This would make the story complete. Here's what happened. I drove it next to the tractor, which had a a canvas cover over it. I took the canvas cover over it, off the tractor, threw it over top of my car. Two days later, in the middle of the night, we towed my car with the canvas on it to their their gas station. And me and four of my friends cut it into little pieces and took it to the junkyard. I couldn't find the license plate. I thought the license plate was still on the highway. So we went back at like 4 o'clock in the morning. We're looking through all the debris that was on the road, and we couldn't find the license plate. When we cut the car apart, the license plate had come off the bumper and wrapped around between the motor and the frame, and it was stuck in the frame. So back then, I knew the guy that worked at the scrapyard. So my nickname back then was Pork Chop. So he said, hey, Pork Chop. How'd you get that name? (laughs) Because... I was always I was always a big thick guy, so he's like pork chop. Did I see your car in the scrapyard? I said, shut the fuck up. You don't know nothing. All right, pork chop. I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I bet they didn't even say the R. I bet it was just poke chop. Poke chop. P o k e. Poke chop. John killed the guy. Wants sleepy driving. I be honest with you. This cross-eyed bitch is going to put her baby through. I don't even think that baby's buckled in. I think he's just sitting in the front seat of the probably truck. Might be sitting on That's somebody's lap. A goddamn pillow in the front. We <laughs> only got a couple more seconds. This. Re- you have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. Pretty soon we're going to be communist country. Pretty soon we're going to be communist country. Wear the seatbelt. Communist belt. country. <laughs> Not driving. You know, I mean, we know media and movies influence the world or whatever. And it's just like, I wish we had more of that in a positive light. Because, like, case in point, she talking about the seatbelts and everything. In older movies and older sitcoms and all this other stuff, you would never see a motherfucker jump in the car and put on a seatbelt. When it started becoming a problem and everything like that and everything, like the drunk driving and all this other stuff, you started seeing there's not a movie that you can look at now to where a motherfucker don't jump in a car and put on a seatbelt before you drive off. They've been training us. So, like, I wish they would do that with sex and condoms because there's like I can I cannot recall a movie off the top of my head except for higher learning but that involved a rape to where like they implemented use of a condom prior to having sex and it's like why haven't we made that change when they're talking about you know especially here in texas anti-abortion and all this other bullshit i mean oh you mean like they need to subliminally (laughs) do it because the only one i can think of is a 40 year old virgin that's the only thing i can even remember seeing a condom in really Mm -hmm. listen i don't care how many movies they put it in there guys know what it's like to have sex with a condom and what it's like to have sex without and if they can get yep. a chance to bareback it, they're going to bareback it. So what can I tell you? And then there's Tom Segura also- said feeling pussy for the first time raw is like feeling melted che- or eating melted cheese for the first time <laughs> after you've had cheese. You're like, this is the best goddamn thing ever. It's like, have you tried melted cheese? And you're like, what? <laughs> especially you, co- especially you come across a fondue fountain boy. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know they made cheese like this. Man, you mean I can dip my carrot in this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, hold on. What else can I dip in this motherfucker? (laughs) I put my whole face off in this cheese fountain. Cheese in a can? Shit. Shit. I got got another real quick quick hitter video here where a gentleman thought he was going to get to jump on somebody. Here he is. He's going to pick something up and hit this man right here. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Is that a jug of, uh, like, laundry detergent? I I think it was orange juice or something. It was some kind of drink. But here's the problem. (laughs) I thought he bopped him with that Tide. I'll tell you what. Here's the problem. That would have been a different conversation. He just hit that guy with all his might and with something, and that guy just yeah. shook it off and looked at him. And right now, this guy here, the guy in the the little guy. Baby the, Roman Reigns. He is he shitting like his pants. He looks like he's in fear for his life. Yeah, well, he should be because uh, here we go. Oh, stuffed him in there. <laughs> no way. See, this is the thing about current day social media and everything. Is is two things about it. One it's unfortunate when we have altercations or incidents and shit to where a motherfucker won't intervene and step in and try to help. They'll hold up the motherfucking camera. Right. You know, yes. that's the unfortunate thing about it. Two is when I see shit like this, a lot of it, I feel like is staged yeah, because he likes one, pro wrestling. Cause it's pretty hard to stuff a grown man into a washing machine. Yeah, exactly. Especially, I mean, regardless of the situation, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the dude is you know bigger than me or you know the weight dispute or the strength wise or whatever i'm not actively letting you stuff me in the motherfucking dryer or washing machine or anything like that if you don't want to go in there for sure yeah you know that was too light for me and especially if i was that dude and i seen the size disparity between me and that little motherfucker he's getting stumped to sleep he ain't getting put in a fucking bin or a trash can he's getting pummeled with these hands and feet you know that's knee-jerk reaction. My knee-jerk reaction isn't to be like, oh, he just hit me with some liquid. Let me put him in a dryer. Nah, I want to put him yeah, I'm gonna on the ground. I'm going to bully this guy first. <laughs> I don't want to rip his skull out. That's not a that's not a priority. Hmm. The good news is you're in a laundry mat. You shit your pants. You can just clean them, you know? You don't have to throw out them jeans. Because it's just like, think about some of these videos that you see to where it just seems unbelievable in certain instances to where like that always should be just watched. You can see... A plethora of TikTok videos, a plethora of Instagram videos to where that same scenario happens. Or somebody getting beat up or wronged or whatever the thing is. But usually it's two guys and some overly sexy girl or vice versa or whatever. And that's just like, you mean somebody had to go down to the end of that aisle that you're standing in, set up a camera on a tripod or someone stand there awkwardly with a basket with their phone like this or like this or like this. And you don't fucking notice that. And you let this whole goddamn scenario play out. Come on, player. Come on, player. (laughs) Everybody here for the likes and views and the clicks. Yeah, I would say you're probably right. I don't know if that was set up, though. You know, again, I think maybe they could have been friends. You know, and then instead if he of- would have taken his head, John, and like banked it off that steel fucking plate between the dryer and then doors, threw him in there, maybe I would have believed that. But the fact that he just picked a grown man up and Th- stuffed and him in there, that seems you're doing the reverse. Mm-hmm. Like you don't bully the guy and then kick his ass. You're already kicking his ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, then then you get uh, situations like this here where you take your girl out for a little bit of uh, you take her to Applebee's. And then she ends up acting a fool, drinks too much, and you got to take her out like this. Oh, been there, am I right? Be right. I've been there. I've been there. Can someone get the door? 
I got to drag her all the way to the car like that? I mean, don't you just I've, throw her in a fireman's carry over your shoulder and carry her out? I mean, like you rescue her from a fucking dragon or something, pick her up. Yeah, yeah, I've been the girl in that situation. Shit. Yeah, I've, I've been in that situation with Mrs. B. Rob, and it's just oh. like it's it's only been in controlled environments though. So that's what I'm thankful for. Is she unconscious? Like like you said, why is nobody helping? He's dragging that bitch's shoes on the ground. You know, and then like unless everybody in there knows the situation or whatever. I mean, this dude could have. You know, like we saying in the chat here, could have Bill Cosby her and dragging her off to the car to do unspeakable things or whatever. There's nobody trying to intervene or even check in or call nine one one or you know what? <laughs> we Bob, just want to hold the goddamn camera. <laughs> you know what it is? Maybe it's a tranny, and he's like, "Well, I already paid for this fucking dinner, so." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't. You're know. coming with me, little boy. <laughs> There's a drop. <laughs> All right, I saw that too because I thought it was a man. I said maybe the dude got drunk and passed out, but you look at it's wearing high heels and a skirt, right? Which doesn't necessarily mean it's man or whatever in 2023. Joe Biden's America, but yeah, dude, I, I think the joke I made on Twitter was uh, he gave her the old Cosb Metropolitan. <laughs> <sighs> hey, matter of fact, hey, here we go. I got damn. Uh, you got video evidence of you dragging your wife out of the Applebee's? The oh. video we just saw at the laundromat. Okay. Aren't these the same two guys that I just sent you in the link right here? Oh, no, shit. hang on a second. Let me get that. Uh, how do I do this? It's going to blow your shit wide open. Here now we... you got to subscribe to the channel and see what else that big dude stuffs that little Mexican guy into. <laughs> Wait a minute. Come on, stop playing so fast. All right, let me get this over here. That's what she, that's why I tell her. Yeah, stop the, stop coming so fast. Here we go. Slow down, bitch. I, I'm not, I'm almost there. All right, here we go. You're gonna ruin your birthday. Is it the same See? guys? Because I'll be really upset Look, if this is the big truth. ball black guy and little guy with the little man bun. Here, hang on, here we go. See? God damn it! Uh, you got hosed. Is that now the same thing? Now you just gotta subscribe and enjoy the content, John. Hang on a second. Let me see something here. Same too. It is. Right. It's them. John's having that. It's still real to me. Damn it's it! It's still real to me. <laughs> damn it! Let me get back to this one. Is it this? So let me back it up. Yep. Man bun beard. Get over to see if I can. How fast I can get over to the other one. And then this guy. Oh come on! Got him. Play the video. I want to see what he throws him into this time. Here we go. You don't throw... That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, camera. They got the camera going and everything. Um, yeah. Can't we trust anything nowadays? Come on. I'm so I, upset. I don't, I, don't, I don't trust this social media shit, especially because, like, I do a lot of shit in Walmart, and, like, I never. That's just hallowed grounds. Come across no shenanigans like that. I mean, not that I'm looking for it, but, like, as much as I'm in that bitch, none of the shit happened. Something would have happened by now. The wildest shit I ever seen was just, like, motherfuckers dressed like Marvel characters and shit, and it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even seen a fight in Walmart, and I live in Arkansas. Like, where we are, Walmart, we're the fucking the the Taj Mahal or the that's the whatever you want to ground call it. zero for Walmart, isn't that where the first wall <laughs> wall was marted over there Correct. in Arkansas? Yeah, goddamn uh, 
pillar in the chat talk about like that was absolutely real. They just ran into each other again on the street. <laughs> oh, like Peter Griffin and the chicken. Because every time they see each other, they have to kick each other's ass. They got to throw hands. Yeah. B Rob, I hope you know that if I ever get to meet you face to face, we're going to lock up. You should probably bring your belt with you because it's going to be some oh, serious it's, shit. It's right there. I know. I'm coming for that shit. Which one you want though? Because I got I got the. The world, t- I got the heavy. Was the world I want title the classic. now? I don't want that new. I got the spinner belt. Bullshit. I got the spinner belt too. Spinner belt's pretty dope. When I meet you, <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna shake hands and then fucking just straight up collar tie. I'm gonna fucking clothesline you, dude. And I, I'll let hey, you DDT me or some shit. Somebody's got to well. videotape that because I need that videotape. I mean, I gotta go to Arkansas anyway because that's where the Mecca is, right? That's where the first Walmart at, ain't it? See, <laughs> I've never even been there. I, there's a Walmart here. I know we're getting off on a fucking riveting tangent. I think one of the small, like original OG Walmart still is here. You should come see it. It's the size of uh, like a big ass Fred's or like a small, like, I don't know if it's in Arkansas, but I think they got a Walmart. This is my point. Like it's still the same size. They don't have groceries in that bitch. They just got regular fucking Walmart shit in there and it's still there. They haven't updated anything. I think they got a Walmart museum there as well in Arkansas somewhere. I, I follow them on Instagram. I forget where it is though. Not only do I have to go to the birthplace, the Mecca which is Arkansas, I have to go to Albany, New York, because that's the world's largest Walmart there. They got a motherfucking escalator for your shopping cart and shit. <laughs> they have one of them at a Target in Philadelphia. That's pretty cool. I actually worked on it one night. but Shopping cart escalator? Yep. That sounds dangerous yes. as fuck. It is. No, it, it's it's separate, though. Yeah, so you, like, you, don't you put your cart in the escalator, and, and then you have up. your separate escalator for you. Yeah, you push okay. it on there. That's a little better. You push it on there, and it has a little lip that comes up and holds it in there, and it takes it up and then pushes it right off at the top. And then you either take another escalator for you, or you go up the steps. It's pretty I would just intense. be filling carts up with shit and sending it up the escalator randomly throughout the day. Yeah, it's just to be a shithead. And you're why we can't have nice things. See? <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, if I could change the subject here, because we got, I, I think we got time for one more story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, women say they have it so hard. Here's a woman here. Oh, they do have yeah. it hard. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I got three kids. Uh, she found out that she needed a new roof, and she, you know, she had someone come out and give her an estimate. She looks like skinny Chelsea Clinton. Yeah, she kind of crazy. She, she looks like the guy came there, did the estimate, uh, started to try to do some of the work or whatever, and she was just like, uh, "So, how can I pay for this?" <laughs> I don't think she was. That's that what smart. she looked like to me. Here, let her tell the story. Here we go. Forrest Hi, Whitaker my over name here. is Tara, and I went viral for doing a photo shoot on my leaking roof. So a couple of months ago, I noticed my roof was leaking, and I went and got an estimate to get it repaired. Turns out it was in pretty bad shape, and the whole thing needs to be replaced. So okay. the estimate was about $10,000. Ooh, and when you I joined the military. That number, <laughs> I just died a little on the inside. And I panicked and I decided to make an OnlyFans, try posting some non-risque content. And it did not take off at all. I didn't get any followers. And so I figured might as well laugh rather than cry. So (laughs) to make light of the situation, I climbed up on my roof, did a little photo shoot, just took a few selfies and posted it in a Facebook group. To my surprise, I actually went viral. So she yeah. went viral, and they ended up. She ended up getting the ten thousand dollars for the roof. She's all right. No, I understand that, but mm-hmm. I mean, how desperate are men to give her money, all that money, to get her roof fixed? You know, there's not she a woman. That's sad. That there's not one woman that gave that gave her a dime. 
It's all men. You don't know that. There are women that would probably well, bang shit. her, Jamingo. Maybe. They got the goddamn um, the girls that made like over $100,000 uh, selling a uh, cereal water off of Twitch or some shit. Yeah. Oh, her name is Michelin. Yeah, she's like with the her tire. two little dogs. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And she's got the pets. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I see things like this. Like she went to OnlyFans. And she put non-risque stuff up on there. Well, if you've ever been to OnlyFans, you got to step up your game. There's women in yeah, there you're doing wasting your time, dude. Yeah, if you're not going to yeah. go up there and show you show the inside of your uh, who, who nanny nanny, man, no. you got to at least put some feet on there or something. Something. <laughs> the bottom of your feet, your slick bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Damn, I, if I want to get a new car, I, I need to go outside and like a pair of fucking thong or something with my butt cheeks out and just like lay across it. Nah, like, man, look I mean, at my old ass car. You probably got some nichiest of the niche shit or whatever. If you start calling a niche, motherfucker, because like I mean, you can do the finger thing. You can just like dip your hand in weird shit or whatever. I mean, dog, there's a market for it. I'm telling you. Oh, dude, I could just stuff my gimp hand in pudding all day for money. See? Like, like old faithful. Every day at three o'clock, I get a new bag of fucking tapioca pudding, and I just I fist it with my little yeah, fucking just like Ninja Turtle hand. And then you just have like, like you can sometimes you can dress up in a little tuxedo like on Scary Movie too. You can be like, this is my strong hand. <laughs> hang, hang on, I gotta give my uh, YouTube troll some love. He loves he loves trying to get my attention in the chat. So uh, there you go, buddy. You do love paying for OnlyFans, don't you, John? I'm not going to lie. That, he said, I don't love it when it comes out every month. It's like $148 fucking dollars. And I'm like, Jesus. I told you what I do. I see somebody that's, you know, it's either on Instagram or something. I'm like, mm, and they go, they got an OnlyFans. I said, you know what? How much it costs to see her naked? I go, look, maybe it's like $10 for a month or sometimes they run a special. I Yo. buy a month. I cancel it. I look at the content there, and I'm done. There was only one only fans that I was intrigued and then I actually pulled up the web browser to check it out. And that was, um, you remember the oldest girl from um, the Bernie Mac show? No, I Maybe. don't. It's been a minute. Yeah, they were the, kids when I watched the show, but I think well, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the oldest kid out of the uh, three that lived in the house or whatever. The she elf face bitch. Yeah, she got OnlyFans and I was like, interested. <laughs> <laughs> She's like 43 now. That's fair. Yeah. So there's a, there's a woman who's on TikTok, and she was uh, tall, redhead. What? A woman on TikTok? She Hold was on, in her, listen, it. she was in her 50s. <laughs> Craziest thing I ever heard. And she came on, and she would do, she would dance. Like, she, she was a really good dancer. And I looked, and she had an OnlyFans. Only fans. I said, what? I can see her naked? For how much? Ten bucks. Take my credit card. What a deal. So I went in, looked it over. I said, okay, I'm done. Cancel. Give me back my money. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay you $10. <laughs> like if I was on the street, this girl said, hey, listen, if you give me $10 cash, I'll get naked. I'd be like, there you go. All right. All right. Show no me them titties. No harm, no foul. Like, I mean, I, I look at things differently now. It's just like, what would I waste $10 on today? Matter of fact, I'm thinking about what did I waste $10 on today? Motherfucking Smoothie King. I bought a damn 32-ounce smoothie today. Ten, with 10 bucks today with the tip. So, I mean, like, I could have sacrificed that for some titties one day. Sure. <laughs> it's the, no harm, no foul. She gets $10, get to look at her cans, her 50-year-old yeah. cans. And let me tell you something. Those 50-year-old cans had some work done on them. Those 50-year-old cans looked like they were 25. So I would say it's $10 worth, you know. You have to well change spent. your name to Pussy King. <laughs> <laughs> there was, and there was another King. one. There was another one. She was a truck driver. She was on TikTok. Oh, boy. 
and she would come on and she'd be talking about I'm taking a load here and I'm taking a load there. We're going here sure and all. Now all of a sudden, Innuendo. she's on uh. she's on OnlyFans and she's taking more loads on OnlyFans than she ever did on an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> tell you that uh, right now. Taking more loads than an ice road trucker. <laughs> Jesus. You know what, Mike? I'll give you five. See what happens. Oh, now we're auctioning? Bit of four, bit of bit of bit of whatever, five, bit of five, bit of a bit of a bit of a bit that's all right. Love you. Yeah. Love you being here. I want to give you your attention. Trolls. You're yelling Let's at me just all the talk time. about trolls. <laughs> I hope it's red. I hope it's red fucking red. How funny would it be if it was red? Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. I think that's about it because I have no idea how long we went, but I enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, that was an hour. B-Rob, what do you think? You good for a little bit long? You need to go? What you doing? I know, man. I got to get, I got to prep or whatever because it's 10 o'clock here. So that's yep. 10 o'clock bedtime for Mrs. B. Rob. So now I got to go fumble through the dark and get my work clothes and shit together. Yeah, dude. Go get some stank on your hang low for all the other lonely boys out there. High oh, five. Yeah. All right, dude. If you could, I'm just going to say send me that audio when you can. Just send it to the email address that I sent you the link on so I can put this yeah, together yeah. and get it out. Because I have an editor now that I apparently I work for him. So yep. I don't know. We'll see. What By happens. the editor's sure. request, he wanted to get it ASAP because he's got shit to do. He's going to try to get some stank on his hang low tomorrow. Yeah, you so. want to get some his ASAP Rocky. I'll, I'll do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give me that recording, boy? You want to do your plugs? Yes. Uh, if you were enjoying my soft and sultry sounds and everything, you can find me once weekly, which I didn't even record my episode this week because I'm here and I'm doing other shit on the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. You can find me on social media at 3RShow on Twitter, at the 3RShow on Instagram. And if you like professional wrestling, you can find me Wednesday nights live after AEW Dynamite on twitch.tv forward slash or backslash. You can do either or. I just found that out not too long ago. You can be bisexual with the shit. Twitch.tv forward slash or backslash RBR Wrestling. And you can find RBR Wrestling on various social media platforms, and you can listen to us live Wednesdays talk about wrestling. It's still real to me. Oh, he loves wrestling. I'll talk about wrestling. It is. Too. Don't get Boy. me started. That's why we don't <laughs> get to hang out a lot. Shit. There it is. It's in the chat. I appreciate it. There you go. Everybody, uh, again, all our links are in the chat, in the show notes, and uh, we will be back again next week. Next week we have... Vinny Paulino from the Creep Off podcast, and also... Yeah. Uh, Creep it off all server. over your face, neck, and chest. Hopefully he'll show up on time. I don't want to have to fucking text him two or three times and bug him. He doesn't have any kids, though. Yeah, I got to do that even on my other podcast. He'll be like, hey, man, where you at? I was like, hey, fuck that. I got shit to do with my family. That's right. Family first, bitch. I got to be honest with you. This is episode 83. It's the first time we ever had to wait a half an hour. We're usually right on time, so... It's always I know, the first I'm a diva, man. Look at this beard. I, 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 I rate certain privileges. B-Rob, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You are worth the wait. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Awesome.